Hey yo, this is Logan Craft, and you're listening to the Bigfoot Club Podcast. Hey guys, please go to our website at www.bigfootclubpodcast.com. Check out our merch and all episodes. Also, please look for our social media at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Bigfoot Club One. That's Bigfoot Club Number One. Also, check out Matt Knapp's Bigfoot Crossroads on YouTube. Hey everybody, Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club, Season 4, Episode 14. I'm here with my nephew, Steven. Steven, what's going on? What's going on? How are you? I'm doing good. This week's been pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. You don't sound sure. <laughs> no, it's been good. Okay. I got I got affiliated on Twitch. Oh, that's right. Let's let's go ahead and talk about that really quick. Yeah, um, I'm pretty, pretty stoked about it. So... For our listeners that are not a part of Twitch, uh, explain that to the listeners really quick. Well, that don't the listeners that don't know what Twitch is. Twitch is a is a streaming platform for gamers, and it's not necessarily you don't have to be a gamer. You can be someone who just wants to chat and focus on being funny or cooking or a podcaster can be a, a Twitcher as well, right? As, as well, yeah. Is it, is it called Twitchers or what's what's it called? Uh, Twitch streamers, Twitch, yeah. yeah. I guess you can say Twitchers, I guess. <laughs> um, but mo- me, I, I just video game. So, and I don't have a camera set up yet. Right. I just use my voice, and I just my voice. Yeah, my voice. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> I joke there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got affiliated with Twitch, which means that you know I can I can have more than just followers. Anybody who wants to to subscribe to my channel, they subscribe. And they get, you know, that's exciting, man. Because I know I I follow you on it, and mm-hmm. uh, I know I Bigfoot Club has a Twitch channel now, but we're not. I'm not doing anything with it right now. We're gonna eventually. We'll eventually go, get on there. Yeah, and we're gonna start doing it. We're gonna eventually. You know, we have to. It's one of those things that we have to do it. So, but anyway, mm-hmm. let's 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 continue talking about your your channel. So yeah, no, I mean, I, I got affiliated with Twitch, and now the road here is just to enjoy it, and you know reach out to other other people who just enjoy my my content and hopefully i can average up to 75 viewers a month and then i can go be a partner with twitch which is more opportunities yeah you can you can actually get games like brand new games or like companies yeah. can send you games and you can actually twitch it like and people can see it and see how it's mm-hmm. played and get interested like in the game and stuff right yep pretty okay. much yeah and you know it's just Gonna go to TwitchCon and all that stuff. More, more uh, sponsorships and all that stuff. It's, it's just, I'm pretty happy with it. I, I th- averaging three people to watch it for a month is a little difficult. I'm pretty sure 75 is gonna be a lot more challenging. But yeah, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to like you know, um, be able to do it. Say, you know, play it and then I, you know, I know I was watching one of your one of your uh, people that you follow, and uh, she talks before. She, you know, games, right? And mm-hmm. I, 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 I think that's a pretty good concept, just to talk. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Twitch streamers are doing that. They do, they do three or four hours of of streaming. Like the first hour is just chatting. Mm-hmm. It's getting to know your your chat and the people who you know take their time out of their day to to watch your stuff. And you can't help but feel grateful and right. want to connect with those people as well. 
Um, Cosmic Wolf is is the same way. He's actually one of the uh, inspirations that I wanted to get back into streaming. Right. A shout out to the Cosmic Wolf. Yeah, I I watched it. I watched like I think the first hour of his mm-hmm. stuff. So he was playing Dark Souls. I think you yeah. were on there. Yeah. You're like a Bigfoot Club in the house, and he's like Bigfoot. He's like Bigfoot Club, and then Bigfoot uh, eight one two, and then Big Boy Jones. <laughs> he's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm excited for you. I really you. am. I really am. Anybody that's like our listeners, if you're Twitchers or if you're interested in Twitch, please, uh, how does someone like find you on Twitch? Uh, they can search big boy Jones, 2029, 2029. And that's boy. And that's spelled correctly. B O Y. Right. Um, and you're also on what on I'm Facebook? A, I'm also on Facebook. I have a, a page dedicated to that as well. Mm. I, I always share my links, uh, on there. That way it's just easier whenever you're following my page. Follow me on Twitter too, uh, and on TikTok. I'm always. I'll let you know whenever I'm going to be streaming. But what's what's the handle on that? Um, the handles on those. Uh, just man, uh, TikTok.com slash Big Boy Jones 2029. Yeah, it's it's all Big Boy. Big it's Boy. all yeah, it's all Big Boy yeah, Jones just, 2029. So pretty much all the platforms just Big uh, Big Boy Jones 2029. Okay. Uh, I also deal. have an Instagram too, but I haven't been really using that as much. Yeah, but you can still follow me on you sh- there. You should twice. Twyatt. <laughs> Twyatt. You should tie it into your, your page. I should. I should. It'd be easier that way. Whenever you post stuff, it'll, it'll go to there, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm still working on that. I have a link tree, too, that's uh, set up on, on my Twitch. It has my Twitter, and I believe I need to add my Facebook page on there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just pretty excited on that. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, um, there's a couple things I want to talk about today. Um but first thing, first thing I want to do is I know I was saying the word podcaster earlier. I know you and I were talking about this. <laughs> oh Lord! So, uh, for people who don't know me, um, you know I'm really big into wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. I'm really big into wrestling, and so uh, wrestlers are considered like sports entertainers, right? Mm-hmm. And like the people, you know, cause I think WWE is like WWE. You know, stands for sports entertainment and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was just, I was telling, Steve, I was talking to Stephen off the show that I wanted to change our our title as podcasters. So I no longer want to be called a podcaster. I want to be called, uh, I, I what I would like us to be called, cryptid sports entertainers. <laughs> I don't know why you got to add the, the Hispanic Chicano <laughs> accent, entertainers. <laughs> It's just like it's less just like you know I don't know I'm, I guess I'm kind of thinking about uh, Frank Sinatra the Italian mm-hmm. type of you know you know ah. you know that, that's what I've kind of I was kind of going for you know mm-hmm. cryptid sports entertainers so that's what we are now yeah cryptid sports entertainers I'm not saying that ever again <laughs> yeah yeah cool yeah CSE. So that from now on, that's what we're going to be called, uh, you know. And if anybody wants to talk to us, you know, I'm going to say I'm not a podcaster. I'm a cryptid sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. So entertainment. So anyway, moving on from that, uh, a couple of things happened. Uh, I know I wanted to talk to you about this past weekend. I was, uh, was I was with some of the moderators for Pentex, and we went out to Smith Cemetery to uh, do uh, paranormal investigations. It wasn't really a paranormal investigation. We just went out as an outing, you know, and uh, I went there like a year before I got sick or maybe like right before I got sick. And uh, I, I think I told you last time I went out, it was a big group that went out last time. And uh, the cemetery, it's in Irving. Um, 
and I, you know, it's real, it's real hidden. You can't really find it anywhere and you can't find it anywhere. And it's like, um, it's right in the middle of like these trucking companies. It's on the other side of Grotweiler and Irving mm-hmm. and, uh, it's hidden and it doesn't have a sign on it. doesn't have an address on Google or nothing. But if you look, I mean, if you know where it's at, it's, it's there. And I, I think it's like, uh, has like prominent people who founded Irving. So some of them were dating back like the 1820s. So, wow. uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. And, um, I'm just going to find this real quick. So I went out there with Caitlin Gonzalez. She's my, one of my moderators on Pentex, mm-hmm. uh, Candace Brown. She's my other moderator. And we took, I think, uh, Caitlin's boyfriend, uh, Lane and one of a uh, coworker by the name of Courtney Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we went out there to go investigate and, um, it was actually kind of, you know, cause like, like I said before, last time I was there a year ago, we didn't have a lot of paranormal stuff happen to us, we, but we had a lot of synchronicity stuff. It was just kind of, uh, yeah. it was just kind of odd and how it was going. And it was just one of those things I said, man, you know, uh, we got to go back there. And so, uh, we ended up going back and I'm, hold on, let me just find this real quick. It was on June the 4th. About around six o'clock, we went, out, we went out there. We went out. We went out there before the sun went down. And I know this is probably your first time hearing this stuff. Right? Mm, oh yeah, because so. I I hadn't shared this with you at all. So, so we like get there, and this this cemetery is really long. It's really long. It's not really wide, and it's really long. So I say it's probably like I don't know, maybe a hundred yards, mm-hmm. you know, length. It's probably like I don't know, like twenty yards wide. So it's not really you know, big width wise, but it's just like really long. And so we went out there and we, uh, I set up, I had an H2N zoom. I had some, uh, K2 meters and a spare box and had about three K2 meters. And I, you know, gave them out to everybody else. So we walked around and, uh, when I was there, you know, I've never had this happen to me before, Steven, but I, when I was there, uh, my knee, my left knee was just like burning. Like it was on fire. Like it's almost felt like, like, you know, it was like, like literally on fire. And, and it was like, I had it for like 10 minutes and I was telling everybody, like, oh, my, my knee's hurting like really bad. And, um, and then it went away because I know like a lot of times and I've read and I've, and I've listened to other, po- other podcasts of people whenever they don't have like a paranormal, you know, communication, then you get like to feel like if somebody died into a house that had a heart attack, your chest starts hurting. So you kind of mm. like mimic it a little bit. So I don't know if somebody there in that cemetery had like knee problems or something like that, but I was, man, my knee was on fire and I got shot maybe. Yeah. It felt like, it felt like, um, it felt like again, like it was like, it was on fire, but it felt like, uh, like I had popped something, you know, like I had tore a tendon or something. It was just like burning, like really hard. Like I was like bending my knee constantly. I go, man, what the heck's wrong, you know, with my knee and stuff. Did you, you didn't have any scratches, did you? No, I didn't have any scratches at all. So it was it was kind of weird. Was it red, irritated? No, I looked at it. I put a flashlight on it because that's the first thing I looked for. I looked for, I, I, I like look for scratches and I look for like redness. It was n- nothing ever happened like that. So hmm. it was good to go. And then like um, there was, um, we, uh, we, were, we were walking. I was walking to like the very middle uh, of the cemetery and part of it, was uh, I was getting like some spikes on the on the K two meter and it wasn't very much but I was just standing there and I was facing like uh, there was like a, a fence with like f- with a bunch of foliage on it so you couldn't really see on the other side but it was just like a fence of foliage 
And Courtney Johnson was on uh, to my right, and she was doing a she had a K two meter too, and so she was doing that. And it was like uh, Candace was I thought was behind me, mm-hmm. and I I f- I saw someone in the corner of my eye moving from from my back le- on my left hand side going forward, and I thought it was Candace. And I was I was turned to her, and I was going to say, "Hey, what do you got? Like, hey, what do you do? You sense anything, or do you can you read anything on, on your K two meter?" There's nobody there. <laughs> was, oh. Is nobody? And then I, I glance over to my right. I saw Courtney. I look I look further to the right. Uh, Caitlin, Lane, and Candace were now walking toward the front of, of the cemetery, probably like twenty five yards away. And I told them, I go, "Hey guys, I just I just saw somebody moving." And so it was just kind of weird. Well, <laughs> so, it was a silhouette, but you couldn't make it out if it was a I, woman. I or? could I couldn't tell. I just saw it, it was just like a blank, like a black. Because like at that point, the sun was just now going down, and you could see like. Like, you know, like openings like in the trees and stuff, mm-hmm. but you couldn't see exactly what was there. It was just like, you, I could see the grass and I could see like the, the sky and I could see the tree line there and I could just see someone like moving like between the trees, like it interrupted like the, like the spaces of light, mm-hmm. you know? So you could see like a silhouette and I, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if it was a male or female, if it was tall or short. I just knew, I just saw it in the corner of my eye. And it kind of freaked me out a little bit, but uh, but it was like it was just that was like the most physical stuff I've ever had in like a really really long time. Mm-hmm. And so, I was uh, going to say that the knee part. Um, who was it that who was it that uh, that fell in? It was Ash, and it was Caitlin. Um, it, was it their left leg? I don't remember. That's actually a good question. I should have. I should have asked him that. <laughs> yeah. I should have asked him that. Because you probably felt like something residual. I feel, I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah. I don't know. It just made me think of it was synchronicity of his yeah. left leg. I'm not going to say the guy's name because that's, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But, um, but like, the year before when we had that, because I don't know if I talked about it on this show. I might have. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. You know, I th- I think we did. Chris well, and I gonna hear it again. Uh, Chris and I and Ash were talking about it before. So, mm-hmm. so when we were there, like a year before, Ash was walking uh, toward the back and fell into a grave. Her foot fell into a grave, and then an hour later, I helped her out. An hour later, Caitlin fell into the grave, and Candace noticed that the like the name of the tombstone, and the guy died on Caitlin's birthday. Like like two like three two or three years before mm-hmm. prior, and so it was like a fresh grave. So it was like the ground was really soft. So her foot just fell into the grave, and Ash's foot fell into the same hole. And so we were kind of you know boggled by that. We went to work the very next day. Uh, we told our boss uh, at the time uh, what happened, and we told her like the name of the person that was on the tombstone. And it turned out that she worked with this guy for thirty years. And so, weird, man. and then like she looked it up really quick on the internet, and sure enough, it was him. He died. Uh, he was a he was a ball boy in the seventies for the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. So so whenever we went out the second time, we took like a little football out there. In the seventies. Yeah, like in the seventies. Then when did he retire from that? Or? Well, I mean, he was just he was just a ball boy. They would just like whenever they like needed balls, they would just he would just run out and have them. Because it makes me wonder if you worked with him. And they're in the same time. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I mean, I was I was there like in the eighties, like the mid eighties. Yeah, so. that's what I was, I was saying. Like if he, 
If he was still there while you were working there. I, I think, I don't know, I don't think it was full-time. I think he just did it for fun, and he worked um, in the paper industry with uh, uh, my old boss. So, uh, regardless, you worked at the same place. Wow, that is kind of, I didn't even think about that. Man, I need to talk to Caitlin yep. about that. Yep. But anyway, uh, I went through the first hour of audio and I wanted to play it now for the listeners and yourself. And this is the first time you listened to it because, right, you haven't, I have not listened to it at all. Okay. So, this first one, I'm going to play it first and then you tell me what you think it is. Okay. Okay. So, let me just make sure the volume's up on this. Okay, the volume's up. Here we go. What do you think of that one? I heard some type of whistling or... The whistling, I think, at the very end was like a bird. But um, when I heard it, because like at this point, at this point of the, of the hour... Mm-hmm. Uh, I had left my, I had left this recorder on top of a gravestone way at the back mm-hmm. and we walked, we were walking toward the front because, uh, I think, uh, we had to take a break. Candace had to take a break. So she, we all walked to the front. So there was nobody back here with this. So Play it this, again. So. To me, it sounds like old music. It's very, very faint, and I know, I know it's really hard because it's like there's a bunch of static on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'll play it one more time. You okay. hear, you yeah, hear that? I hear it now. You hear that? So, man, that's good hearing, man. Yeah, I, I, I mean, because you told me I could, I could make out the music now. But when I, I hear it, I feel like I heard like. M- mumbling yeah but because like the the whole thing i was listening to because i i had to i was listening to it, i go okay that's courtney that's candace that's caitlin uh, that's lane and that's myself so i was going through the whole thing these are these four clips are the only things that i could not distinguish what it was or you know or who it was so this mm. this is the second one i'm gonna play but now mind it whenever i'm playing this um we are we're still at the front. We're still at the front on these. Mm-hmm. So. You hear that? Mm-hmm. That one's. Can't make out what they're saying. So, Ooh, what is it? What are they saying? Well, it's actually. There's two things on this one. Did you hear that? I I hear like. Or like it's just it's very faint. Oh my goodness! So this one has has two things on it. Mm-hmm. There's a knock, and then there's a word. But I listen to it more and more and more, and nothing ever comes out. This is the only section that I that I did right here. You hear that? So, so I hear a knock now. So at first, I, at first we had I talked to Kaylin and Candice about it, and first we had thought it was a car door. Slamming, mm-hmm. but then if you listen to it again, it's, it sounds really, really hollow. Yeah. So I'll play it one more time. God, I'm trying to make out what the second. It, it's it's difficult. It's difficult to hear that one. And then I got two more after okay. this one. So, um, these two were 
like seconds apart. They're like this one thing. This first one was at. It's worth. This first one was at at fifty nine minutes seventeen seconds. Mm-hmm. The second one was at four fifty nine minutes forty seven seconds. So this one, I I could not tell if it was one of us. One of us. It was either Courtney, uh, Caitlin, Candace, Lane, or myself, and I could not distinguish it. So. You hear that? Mm-hmm. So I'll play it one more time. So to me, it sounds like a girl. Mm-hmm. And I'll play it one more time. Yeah, one more time. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> Now, to me, it sounds you like... You saw me with pictures? That's that's what I'm hearing. Do you really? Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> you saw me with pictures. Okay, let's let's listen to the the fourth and final. I still have another hour to go over this, so I can we can talk about it on another show. Another show? Okay. So this is the fourth and final one I found. It's it's the same woman. Is it? Yeah. So this this recorder was like I said, it's way at the back, it's like a hundred yards. And it's way at the back and we walked all the way to the very front of the road. And it was like, I, I mean, it sounded like we're, someone's shouting, like a soft shout. And we were way at the front, and there's no way you could hear us. No way. And, like, we weren't shouting it because we never shouted at each other at all when, when we were there. And so uh, everybody was well, well disciplined on it. Uh, so I thought it was really, really good on it. So I'll play it one more time. I can't tell what they're saying on this one, so but I just know which which was the tombstone a female. There you go. You know that that was the thing on whenever I put it on there. This this tombstone was so old, it was so um, broken down that I could not read it. It was just that bad because these were really really old ones, and uh, I I I know it was some kind of limestone or something, but it was just like weathered where you couldn't even make out the words on it. So like. I felt like the 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 clearer ones was you you saw me in pictures. It makes me wonder if if there's like some type of pictures during that for that that time. Maybe I don't know. It sounds like you saw me in pictures. I could be wrong. I, I'm, I'm trying to make out what the second the the last one was, and it's like it's like. She's already talking, and it picks up right in the middle of it, and then it cuts off. Like yeah, like again. almost like it's walking away or yeah, something. It's like a drive by. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, it's just I don't I don't know. That's interesting. I'm kind of curious on what the second hour is. Yeah, I, I still got to go to that one, and then I have I was carrying my H2N Zoom with me the whole time. I carried it with me everywhere I went. Mm-hmm. Had it on the stand, 
And so I was carrying it with me all the time. So I'm curious on, I want to cross-reference like the time frame mm-hmm. uh, to see if, because I, I try to put them both on at the same time mm-hmm. so I can match it. So it was kind of neat. Um, play, play that again, the last part. It's the last one? Okay. Yeah. It must sound like it was two of them talking. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hearing, I'm hearing, go, Robert. Really? Yeah. Go, That's, Robert. You know, it was, it was weird because like we had the spirit box going, and whenever I listen to, whenever I go back and listen to the, the H two N Zoom, um, they're gonna have, um, we have a bunch of like spirit box uh, sessions, mm-hmm. and for some reason, it kept saying cheese. Cheese, cheese. It said cheese a couple times, and then uh, I think it. I think it said zebra because I call Candace zebra cakes. So cheese could be referencing the pictures. Could what do be. we say whenever you say take a picture? Cheese, cheese. Wow, you saw me in pictures. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> um, that's. But I'm trying to figure out what that last part is. Like, it's like I'm hearing go robber, but I don't, it's something Robert or something Bob or. Maybe, you know, maybe it is like Courtney or Caitlin or Candace or something. I don't know. But it was just, I couldn't tell. Because as I'm listening to the to the recorder, I could I could tell everybody's voice as they're walking away, as they're close. And that these two last ones, I could not tell who it was. So it could be. It could be one of the girls. Uh, yeah, but they were probably saying your name. Yeah. But, you know, what, whatever is there was like trying to get your attention maybe. Possible. I don't know. So that was kind of man, my hair standing up a little bit. You saw me in pictures, cheese, the zebra cakes. But it didn't say zebra cake. It just oh, said zebra. It just said zebra. Yeah. So did you say zebra cakes there? No, I, I don't know if I did. I don't know. I might have. Because I, I call her, I call her zebra the way Sebastian says it. Zebra. Zebra. I go, hey zebra. <laughs> so JJ Coke zebra. <laughs> so um, also okay. So going off that, um, I, I can, I can I, again, I can go to over the last hour and H two N stuff, and then we can talk about it on like another show, ep- a different episode. Yeah. So did you? I sent you a link uh, on. I mean, this is making its rounds across the internet right now, mm-hmm. and it's. Um, oh yeah, I did. Okay, I did see this. So. Been making this round like in since uh, May, mm-hmm. May the twenty ninth, uh, or probably sooner than that. There was a bipedal dog dog like creature photographed outside a Amarillo Zoo, and it looks like it was on five twenty one twenty two at one twenty five a.m. Uh, outside, there's you could see like a fence line, mm-hmm. and you could see like a little, like a little. I don't know if it's little. It, it, it's it's just like a a character, like a image, a white image. And it looks like it has like a dog, he- dog-like head. You see that? Mm-hmm. And I- I'll post this on uh, Bigfoot Club, and uh, people can look at it and then comment about it. But um, it- it's just been making its rounds. I don't know if you saw that. So it was. Um, this is controversy image alleged shows a creature. Strange creature that has been seen outside a perimeter fence of a zoo in Texas, which is in Amarillo. Uh, it was originally posted on Reddit by a user by the name of Sigin, uh, S-E-G-U, the number one and N. 
And actually, I actually went on Reddit this week and I found this, the, the original poster mm-hmm. and I messaged him. Mm-hmm. I messaged him. I sent him a, a message and I said, Hey, uh, I'm with a podcast, Bigfoot Club, and I'm interested in more information of the, of the origin of this photograph. Mm-hmm. And so he's yet to like respond to me yet. So it does look like a raccoon. Um, if you zoom in on it, it looks like a raccoon going like this. Like he's got, he's like trying to climb the fence. I can't explain the 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 legs. The legs to looks way too long. It could be just a mess up on the picture, but it actually does look like a raccoon that's on the fence. Yeah, if you really look at it. Yeah, it does. The that part right here, right here. I don't know if you see it on my phone. Yeah, it looks like it's his tail. Mm-hmm. And then he's got that. He's got like a claw, like right here, like like he's trying, like he's like you know, if, climbing it. I, I've seen a lot of raccoons up close because I, I caught a bunch over at USBC when I was oh yeah, when I was yeah, working there. You did. So I've caught a lot of raccoons, and so uh, they're very like they can stretch and they can like you know lean against a wall or something, and they they look kind of like like they're really thin. So this one looks kind of thin, and it it could be like mangy a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and because it's night vision, it looks like it's white. It's probably not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I don't know. I mean, I like a, again. I I messaged the the guy that originally posted this, or the the girl. I don't know if it's a guy or girl. And right. they yet to to respond back to me. So yeah, because yeah. I thought uh, when I saw the picture on on Facebook, um, I thought the it, whatever it looks like a, like a dog like it was facing looking not at the camera but when mm-hmm. you zoom in you can kind of see it clear as day like the rack the facial features of, of a raccoon yeah like it's like so looking at the fence looking at the camera it, it's been making it around like all over facebook all mm-hmm. over the facebook group dog band groups bigfoot groups paranormal groups and so it's been it's been making its round so everybody's like been mentioning that dog man you know they're they want to categories as a dog band already but uh, this is just an image and i don't know i'm pretty sure that there's footage of it but I'm sure whoever has the footage, they should they should already released it already. If they're gonna release the image, they should release like the footage. So mm-hmm. I mean, um, I don't know. Yeah, I saw that, and I was all, I looked at it, and I was like, eh. You know, yeah. it's one of those things where it's always it's always a it's always a crappy photo. It's always <laughs> a photo that's out of focus. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, there's no I'm not throwing any shade or disrespect anyone who's who's caught something i get it i would not know what to do i would be freaking out trembling trying to hold my camera steady or i would i probably wouldn't even damn i forgot to take a picture yeah because it's just all of a sudden but it's just like you know one of those things that are just like i mean i'm gonna take a picture and it's like it's i mean unless unless you got a a really good camera with a long lens on it exactly no one's gonna have that no one's gonna it's always always happening to people who, who don't they're not photographers yeah you know i think the supernatural or the the Bigfoot, they're like, aha, this guy, this guy's got a Nokia, yeah, still rocking a Nokia, <laughs> it has camera on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna run real fast or walk, yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I think I think that's that's funny, but that's that's going back to your story about the cemetery one, yeah, uh, that's that's creepy. Where you just saw your peripheral vision. It's funny how all his eyes. The eyes place tricks on you. Well, there's there's a theory that you know that the corners of your of your cornea of your eyes it's uh susceptible to um ultraviolet um and you know the the paranormal live in the ultraviolet um spectrum and so that's that's the theory that the corners of your eyes uh, they it's open to it and mm-hmm. so um 
That's why everybody sees something in the corner of their eye all the time. I've I've seen stuff, you know, all my life in mm-hmm. corners of my eyes and stuff. That's funny, yeah, because I see I I see that too, but I brush it off. Right, you know, I, I see like, what you're, what, uh, for example, whenever you worked at, or worked, whenever you lived at the the duplex, mm-hmm. um, the one that one time whenever the boys were sleeping, I had the doors open, yeah, and I was sitting right in. Where I could see the hallway to your bedroom door. Yeah. Now I always see like you know the boys get up and going to the bathroom. Their bathroom yeah, is right there. I do remember. But I, I remember seeing a shadow, and the light, the light get dimmed. blocked, get it, blocked, it, right? Yeah. And then I took the headphones off. I get chills just thinking about it. Yeah. I got uh, went down there. I was all like, we thought. I, we, I thought it, Ricardo got to the got to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom first. Nobody was there. I looked, and then Ricardo was looking at me. I was like, Ricardo. Did you get up to the bathroom? No. Yeah. I was like, did you see anybody? He goes, yes. But I was like, he's, he doesn't he, know. He was like three at the time, three yeah, or two. He or was something. like three. And I was like, he didn't look scared, but he, he, I think he saw something. Yeah. And I don't think he understood it. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to push it anymore. Right. I didn't want him to get scared. I, he didn't look scared. He just looked like he just saw something. Yeah. Cause like, uh, for the listeners who know that, you know, the first and second season, I was at a duplex in Irving, mm-hmm. and we we had a guest there all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and like we were actually doing a show. I can't remember what show it was. I wish I did, but we were actually doing a show whenever you saw that. Mm-hmm. And like all the time when we were there at that at that duplex, anytime I was cooking or I was in the kitchen, I always saw somebody like run by the hallway all the time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like because I know at that time I was taking care of the boys. There was a couple of times whenever I had put them to bed and I think Ash was at work or something. I don't know. And I was, I was there by myself and I saw someone run into the kitchen and I thought it was Ricardo and I got really upset and I got up and I go, Ricardo. And I walked over there and he wasn't there and I walked in the back room and he was asleep and I go, yeah. (laughs) So I've had that a bunch of times. So, I mean, yeah. The funniest thing is that what made it, cause I was like, okay, there's definitely something here, but what made it like cemented it, like. Whenever you were sick, yeah, and you were in the, I think you were in the hospital, right? And you were, I think, you were probably in phys- physical therapy. You're in that that uh, physical therapy home, and we were in the process of you. you we decided that you weren't going to live there right. anymore, so we were moving the stuff. Carol was there, Raymond, they were packing the stuff, and there was like, there was, I had the key. Raymond had the key, and. I did say like whenever we're at the hospital, I go, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go back to the house and I gotta, go, I gotta go get his, his. I forgot what you told me to get. It was like an envelope. It was on your desk. It was uh, like my insurance or something. It was something like that. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go there, and then, and then we'll, 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 we'll go from there. And then they left, and then I think I left after that. And then, for some reason, they thought I went there. I beat them to it because they were going to get to, I forgot what they're going to get. They're going to get something there too. Probably it's like some of my, my shorts and shorts. Something, something like that. And they were like, Hey, Raymond called me. He was like, I was over, I think I was over at, uh, Kristen's a friend of ours. And he called me. He was like, Hey, did, did you, did you come to Robert's place and, 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 uh, leave all the lights on and, and block the, his room? I go, What? He's like, I was like, no, I haven't even gone over there yet. I go, well, I'm, I'm over at a friend's house, and I don't even think I'm going to be able to go because I'm in Dallas. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to have time to go there. And he was like, well, he's like, well, what do you mean? Like, because we're we're they were going to get your shoes. That's right. what it was, right? And 
they didn't, I guess the guests there wasn't liking the idea that you were moving. Yeah. So they put, he said that, he goes, well, the, his shoes were like blocking the door from the inside. Like somebody went around and they put his shoes on the door. So when I tried to open the door, it was like, there was force. Like you, I couldn't open it. Yeah. I was like, no, Raymond, I wasn't, I, I haven't gone there. I promise you I haven't gone there. I go, and I broke down. I was like, well, I, was, I didn't break down, but I was like, I go, to be honest with you, we, <laughs> I was like, I go, his place, uh, we think it's, we, we think it's haunted. We think someone's, something's there. I go, but it's not, it's not malicious. It's not, you know, it's just like a playful thing. He goes, and they were still there and they were like, okay, Carol, we're going to go. And he just, <laughs> he hung up. You, you can hear the, the keys. And then they're like, wow, what's going on? You can hear Carol in the background. And then they just, they suddenly goes, I'm going to let you go. And then I was like, oh man, I didn't mean to scare them. Yes. But- Steve had told me, Steve had went there up there too to, I think for a while he had the key. And he went up and I think he got me like some shirts or something. Mm-hmm. And he worked, he went to the, he went to the, my, my back closet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as he was doing that, uh, he said that my shoes were, and it's like my shoes again, was like outside the closet door and whenever earlier. And then when they went back, he said the shoes were inside the closet and there was nobody there. And then while he was like picking out shirts, I had a Star Wars poster inside the closet, mm-hmm. and he said it just fell. And, like, he was leaning where it couldn't fall. I was leaning at an angle where it couldn't fall, and all of a sudden, it just fell. So he grabbed two shirts and just left, like, really quick. He's yeah. Like, so he was telling me about that, too. So yeah, it's just, it, That reminded me of that. Remember when we went to uh, – I'm jumping stories here. When we went – we were over at Grandma's. Mm. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that was, I think, my, my first – no, my first physical – I saw something, and it was, ah, man, it was at a time whenever their house got broken into. Yeah. And we were there. We were, we were there to, to make sure there's nobody in the house. Yeah. So we're, we're, we were about to leave, and Grandma was like, hey, can you go to the back the back of the house, the back door, and make sure it's locked? I go, yeah, sure. And then I get up. You were still in the living room with her. And I get up. It's, it's a small house. Get up past the, dining, the kitchen, and the kitchen has a little little foyer hallway right i remember going there and joey joey wasn't there richie wasn't there mary wasn't there big joe wasn't there it was just me you and grandma right i go there and i saw like somebody standing there and it it looked like they were wearing jeans and it was like a black shirt like a like almost like a silhouette a silhouette and I, i thought it was richie or joey and then when i looked you couldn't see i could i could only see the back of his head or this person's head and I like part of his ear. The rest of it was like, like faded out. Mm-hmm. And I was all like, I, I froze. You froze, yeah. And I think you saw me like just standing there. And I could, I just could. I remember thinking, I like, was waiting for you to come back because you were just go, like supposed to go check the back door, mm-hmm. make sure it was locked or the windows were closed, mm-hmm. and then come back. And I go, what's taking him so long? Yeah, and I, I think I it felt like a minute, but it was probably like twenty seconds, and it just. I, I was trying to like say your name. I was like, Robert. And I just, I could not say anything, and then I finally made like a like a gasp. Air, like, uh, and it just went pfft. went away. It, it went away. I was like I was like Robert, Robert. And you're like what? I was like shit. I just think I just saw something. Like, yeah. And you know you know what's funny thing is that the the back of that hallway of Grandma's house is because right next to it is uh is a um a, a, a little convenience store. Mm-hmm. And the power goes in to the convenience store on that side of the of the house of mm-hmm. the that side of the house. So wasn't there like a huge like power yeah. thing? Yeah. So there's it just like was trying to manifest, and I think I caught it. 
right then and there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, 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 you know, what's funny is that whenever you, we got in the car and we were leaving, you were telling me this and I was going, what? And so I picked up my phone and I called grandma like right away. And I told her, I said, Hey, this is what happened. Uh, Steven, this is what Steven saw. Um, yeah, I, I didn't want to scare grandma. Right. That's what it was. I didn't want because I didn't say anything. I was like, okay, I, I think I just, oh, man, I, that was, that was terrifying. So I, I called grandma. I told her this. Mm-hmm. I go, do you want us to come back? And she goes, no, I'm good. She just says, I, I prayed. I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah. So she wasn't even, she wasn't phased by it. It didn't bug her. She goes, no, nope, I'm fine. Just go ahead and go. Yeah. I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> so, so this made me wonder, like, if, if Joey and Richie ever saw anything. Like, that, that yeah. thing was such a, if it was manifesting right there and it had that much power and energy there. Yeah, yeah. It made me think if maybe they they were paranoid. Maybe Maybe it just, I thought I saw something, but it looked... Like a person standing right there. Yeah, there's it wasn't a, a shadow. I was able to make out clothes, but it was just faded. Like you couldn't see his face or anything. It didn't even. As soon as I gasped and made or made a sound, it like it just didn't even look. It just. It's almost like it like released you and then left, right? Yeah. Because I I've heard stories about you know not sleep paralysis, but you know just paralysis in general. Yeah. And so because uh, that's a common thing for sleep paralysis people, you know, in dream state, their minds open and they get. They get they invite they not invite but you know spirits or entities they come talk to them, uh, and even loved ones or like you know spiritual guides and stuff, and so whenever you told me that I was like, uh, man, I thought I thought you know to be honest I never told you this but I always thought that you were going to see more stuff, you know why I just thought because once you saw that and you explained it to me and what happened to you, that's usually the case when. You know, it's just the veil's open, and it's really thin, and, you know, that stuff kind of... Yeah, that's one thing I'm afraid about. Ever yeah. since I saw that, I, I just do not... I've had I've had vivid nightmares. Mm-hmm. Um, not about that, but just about other stuff. Right. And I just, yeah, I, that's why I'm, I guess I'm kind of hesitant to go into cemeteries or... That's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, Because I just don't want to open that doorway. I, I think I've you been know, lucky and blessed enough that it hasn't. Right. I think, you know, because every time I do something like that, I always tell myself, I always pray, I always tell myself, okay, don't invite anything in. Because that's what I was telling all the girls there. I said, I was telling the girls in Lane, I said, don't invite it in. And just, you know, when we leave, we just say, hey, just leave it behind. So, uh, I, whenever I do, like, it's easy whenever someone says, like, when someone says, yeah, use my energy, blah, blah, you know, and then they invite something in. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't, I'm really careful about that. I don't do that. So, I, you know, to be honest with you, all the stuff I've been through, not to say I'm invincible, I'm not. I'm not invincible. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. But I'm just saying all the stuff I've been through in this past year, I feel pretty confident and safe about a lot of stuff now. Mm-hmm. I just do. Because I think I'm here for a reason. Uh, I, was, I was able to survive whatever I did for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm just good. So Yeah. But anyway, that's interesting. I mean, I know we got off a topic a little bit, but <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was, um, hold on, let me, let me just do this real quick for, (laughs) like doing that. Yeah. That's for, uh, the Bigfoot Freshies. So anybody that's listening to this, please, 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 please. I'm going to post a picture of of the Bigfoot Freshie on all the um, social media. Please comment on that and don't DM me or instant message me the time whenever this is going on 
because I'm getting a lot of that. I'm getting a lot of people DMing me and <laughs> IMing me instead of posting on uh, the or just commenting on the uh, on the uh, Bigfoot page or Instagram or Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get people to comment and you know do that on there. So yeah. But anyway, hey, uh, did you want to? I got an email from one of your friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we we can talk about that. He, he said it was okay to use his name. So I mean, if you just want to use his his first name, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. So uh, I have a, I have a good friend of mine. Shout out to to Brian. I'll just say Brian A. Yeah. Um, Brian I'm, A. I'm, I've known him for since since high school. Uh, he's, he's he's just a good friend. Like he's he's one of like those people that just was he was there and he was like he was always a good person to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, and he always. The like I've had a lot of, we've had a lot of hardships in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, he was always there. Uh, he always che- he always checked up on me. Um, so I appreciate that. But he I, I didn't even know. I felt like a bad friend. I don't even know that he he had like some encounters or like experiences uh, with the paranormal. Right. Uh, he sent you an email, right? Yep. Yeah. So if he's okay with it, and he told you he was okay with using his name. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he'll be fine with us sharing his story. You wanna you wanna read it because you you read better than I do. So I don't read better. You do. You actually you do. I I struggle on stuff like that. So I'm just a I'm just a cryptid sports entertainer. Entertainer. <laughs> and you're not saying that again, right? Uh-uh, never. Uh, you asked him if if uh, he had any like. Criticisms or like. yeah, I asked him like he emailed me and said he was a big fan of the show, mm-hmm. and I emailed him back. I said thank you so much, I appreciate it. Uh, had you had any, any experiences? So this is what he wrote, right? And he was like, <clears throat> he was like, uh, nope, no criticisms. He goes, I have one Bigfoot experience. I put quotation because I don't really know what it was and still don't even know if I uh, if I believe what I saw at the time. I remember I was probably 10 to 12 years old. At the time, I was in a recreational soccer league here in North Texas. We were traveling to another city to play our game, and I, I wonder what city it was. I know he doesn't put that on there, does he? Uh-uh. Um, I remember the soccer field being tucked away in a very wooded area. My team was about to start warming up, and we were all walking to the field. While walking to the field, I remember looking at the trees for no particular reason and seeing all I can describe as what looked like an ape sitting in the tree with glowing red eyes staring back at me. It appeared to be the size of a silverback gorilla. I didn't feel scared, but for whatever reason, something inside me said to just not stare back at it. None of the other friends noticed it or said anything about it. I didn't want to say anything and get made fun of either, so I just ignored it. I've actually never mentioned it to anyone else besides in this message just now, so I appreciate that, Ryan. Um... I have two supernatural experiences. The first one, I was about 10 and just woke up in the middle of the night. At the time, I shared a room with my older brother. When I woke up, I noticed my pillow was no no longer on my bed. I was too lazy to get up, so I started army crawling on my stomach to look over the edge of my bed to see if the pillow had fallen on the floor. He goes, well, it indeed had fallen at the foot of my bed on the floor. Still not wanting to get up, I remember just staring at it for about 30 seconds. Out of nowhere, clear as day, I see the pillow slowly start to be pulled underneath my bed. That freaked me out, so I moved to the other side of the bed and just said, excuse my language, fuck the pillow for the night. (laughs) My middle brother in the same room was sleeping, and my bed wasn't high enough to where my eldest brother, who slept in his own separate room, could fit and be hiding underneath it to pull a prank on me. So that's right there. Is you need to bunk that? Yeah. 
<clears throat> the other one was just sleep paralysis. I didn't know what sleep paralysis was, and this was my first experience. I was 18, and I remember this very vividly. Different house. This was a new home with no previous owners at the time. I didn't know what sleep paralysis was, but I oh, I was about to find out. I remember waking up and opening up, awaken, opening up my eyes. Very quickly, I realized I couldn't move my arms or legs. Naturally, I started freaking out and tried to call off for my brother. Obviously, however, I couldn't talk either. My attempts to cry out were just muffled moans. Almost immediately, I felt an evil presence in the room with me. I couldn't see anything, but my instinct told me something was um, something was with me that wasn't good. I feel, a few seconds after, I felt my body, spirit, astral project. That's another thing, too, that right, we're talking right. about. Um, astral project. I never looked back at my body. I just knew I had to get my middle brother who now slept in a separate room next door to help me. I remember my spirit or whatever it was going to his room and vividly seeing him around asleep or seeing him sound asleep. For some reason I knew I couldn't wake him up in the state I was in. I went back to my body and I was able to sit up right away. I remember just sitting upright in my bed, still feeling the evil presence. I was really terrified at the moment. I still could feel negative presence in my room. I remember just keeping my eyes closed and began to pray. The next part I truly promised occurred again. I was praying with my eyes closed. However, I could hear a demonic voice speaking inside my head. It was only in my head too, not a sound you would hear with you would hear with your ears. But I was, as I was praying, the voice began to laugh and said, he can't help you. I chose to ignore it and kept praying. Very quickly and only a few seconds into praying, I felt that immediate calmness and peacefulness. I could tell whatever it was there before was no longer there. I truly feel like God was giving me this as a wake-up sign during the time of my life. I wasn't hanging out with the greatest crowd or being the best Christian. I feel like he wanted me to realize that. I cut a lot of those people from my life soon after. I never had sleep paralysis since. I'm 31 now. Thanks for letting me share. Wow. That is scary. That first story, mm-hmm. uh, him going out and practicing soccer, he was, he was, he was little. Mm-hmm. It's something really big like a silverback gorilla um, out there. Wouldn't the other kids see it? I mean, because that's, that's, you know, that's a pretty big animal. It is. It's, almo- it's almost like it, 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 he was the only one that could see it. Like it was only letting him see it. That's it. Because you know, I've heard stories about like uh, Aborigines people believe that Yahweh's only are or like dog men or whatever they they call it I, f- I forgot what they call it but they only allow you to see them whenever they're ready and so, they only pick a certain person right who's ready or who's ever going to look right um so i was wondering that that could be the case on that one and then he said he had red eyes remember we were talking off show mm-hmm. about i had i had heard on another podcast that someone had believed that that you know, evil entities or demons. You know, this is their, their this is their theory. It's not mine, mm-hmm. but I was just thought it was curious that evil entities can possess Bigfoot, mm-hmm. and he's saying it has red eyes. So I mean, I mean, we have red eyes whenever you hit hit it with a flashlight. But this, he wasn't talking about a flashlight hitting the eyes. Mm-hmm. So just, I wonder if like it was like a park and maybe the the park lights were. Focus on the field, but yeah. it was a wooded area. That's what I was thinking. You said it was tucked away in a very wooded area, so right. that means that the lights were just, you can only see the parking lot probably or whatever they were parking mm-hmm. at, and then the, the actual field, right? and then everything else, the tree line was just pitch black darkness, but you could see the trees. right? So I'm assuming, let's just say 
that was like a steep, steep like to the wooded area. I'm assuming that it was. And his Bigfoot, he's he's like when he says silverback gorilla, it meant like he probably saw like just his chest, right? So he was probably like he was probably really tall, whatever it was, and it was just at the very bottom of that little edge there, right? But whenever he said that too, it kind of because there's lots of stories of Bigfoots like running all fours. Yeah, uh, running off fours and like you know just crouch down on the floor and like it could be yeah it could have been crouched down too. So I mean, whenever he saw that, it could have been doing that, and then uh, he automatically thinks it because he doesn't you know he's a little kid doesn't know anything about you know Bigfoot. So he probably just sees silverback gorilla. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's there. So yeah, it was kind of interesting. So um, and the second story about him, screw that. <laughs> yeah. If I saw a pillow being going like dragged. I always think of this, and this used to always scare the crap out of me. And I know you're. I'm gonna see if you remember this. the The first it with with Tim Carrey or Tim Curry. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Why I was thinking of Jim Carrey and then yeah, Tim yeah, Carrey. Yeah. I got you. I'm um, with you. There's a scene in there where, uh, oh man, I forgot his name. He was the bully of of the story, and he was being uh, kind of like, uh, not possessed, but he was the the Pennywise clown was. Using him as a puppet, so yeah. he used one of his dead friends to to show up at the asylum where he's at to try to get him to break out and then kill those the the kids. Well, they're grown ups now, mm-hmm. and one of his friends, he's like a zombie looking thing, and he just like, "Hey man, I'm underneath your bed," and he's like, "What?" and he looks under the edge of his bed, and then he comes out. Like he slides out from under the bed. He's like almost almost like a like, like a zombie. Like, he but looks, he slides out almost like like uh, like. A car mechanic or something. Yeah, like yeah, exactly like that. And I used to always think, "Oh my god, that is terrifying." I'm fixing your bed, man. Yeah, I'm fixing your bed, man. You got an oil leak under here, underneath here. Well, I think you're just peeing in yourself or something like that. I don't know. Um, you hear that? You gotta say it. You gotta... Your house is haunted, homie. Yep. <laughs> That's batchy. So yeah, I don't know. What do you think that that was? Uh... See, like I get playful spirits and all that, but yeah. to do it when you're sleeping—that was the only account that he had. So I mean, it could have been—I don't know. It could have been—I don't know, man. That's that's a that's a weird one. Because what, what would you do in a situation like that? I I mean, because he didn't he didn't say he got up the next morning and then looked for the pillow. He didn't say anything like oh, that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he imagined it or maybe you know it was like it was just a dreamscape that he thought he was like awake, but he really wasn't. So mm. I don't know. I mean. Uh, I'm not saying he's. This is not. This didn't happen. You know, he seems like it. It did. So he just I mean, probably just forgot to add one. Then. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, Brian, if you don't mind, uh, whatever we're asking on here, if you could like answer, like follow email, up with us. Some yeah, stuff, follow up on that. Like, what happened the next morning? Like, was the was there a pillow underneath your bed, and that just confirmed your suspicions? Like, or, did you wake up like, man, did I dream that? And looking at there was a pillow. Or maybe his siblings had the same things, and just they just didn't talk to each other. I don't know. Yeah, like you know, you gotta think, man. Like, it wasn't. It's almost it, like you're talking to him right now. Yeah, like you gotta think, Brian. Like, <laughs> you gotta think. Like it's like, or maybe it just. I don't know. Oh, dang. Did he say how old he was there? Uh, it was like uh, ten. So he was the youngest, right? Yeah. It sounded like he was the youngest because he said his, his middle brother uh, stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's uh, that's why I gave him my number. That way he can uh, yeah, he, he can, can call text, you. He, he can text, text me you. Yeah. and all that stuff. Um, what about the second one? The second one, the sleep paralysis. And I, I feel like that the happens. Astroplane, I don't yeah. want to like, throw his on, like, say, like, everybody gets that. 
But yeah, everyone, I feel like everyone gets that once and or maybe twice and maybe lots of times. I've had mine. I've had that. Uh, do you remember? Do, I'm going to just throw the, my example on this one. Do you remember when we were watching or watching somebody's house in Oklahoma? Yeah. And you didn't want to. I don't know if you want to say his name. I don't. Uh, I don't. I do yeah. not want to say his name. But we'll, we'll, we're watching his house, and they were out of town, and I slept in the back room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I had a, a nightmare that just felt like a dream where I had to pee. I got up to go to go use the restroom, and I remember coming back into the room to go back and lay down. Something grabbed my like my whole body and like grabbed my arm like someone was like put my arm behind my back and they like forced me on the bed and I was like I don't remember feeling the pillow and feeling like I oh, man I can't I can't if he pushes me whatever is pushing me I can't I won't be able to breathe and I was trying to fight it and trying to fight it and then I woke up and I was in that position right and I was like what the what was that I do I do remember and that then, but yeah. it was like sleep sleep paralysis where I couldn't move right. I, I, I could see the wall and I could see like something like the just a shadow and on the wall projecting it like something was holding me down, mm-hmm. and I know you had that before, right? Sleep paralysis. Yeah, I have. And, or you just you see something, you can't move. You feel like you can't breathe. Yeah, you feel like there's like this weight on your I, chest. I, yeah, I've always had them like well, I was on my back and stuff's holding me down and talking to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just stuff like that. So, so luckily, no, nothing talked to me right there, but it was very strong. Yeah. It was pushing like, me down. Like you couldn't even. I couldn't with all your might. You couldn't even budge. I it, couldn't right? move. I couldn't yell. I couldn't because my. I felt like I couldn't yell anyway because my face was my mouth was like in the pillow, and but, I just uh, remember could see like the side, the peripheral vision of the wall. I mean, but his his third story, man, it was like, uh, like he was praying, and then this thing was talking to him. Yeah, see that? No, I, I wouldn't know what to do with that. Like, yeah, because I think. Um, I, I'm almost curious. I almost want to ask him if he had any. Does he have any family members that are medians, or does he know? I mean, because this this almost sounds like these things are attracted to him. And I know he says, you know, he's a Christian now and he prays and you know all that stuff. But I wonder if he had that in this and like in his family in his in his lineage, mm-hmm. like somebody in his family was a median or was like had special powers or not uh, uh, special abilities to. To reach out to you know the other the other side and stuff, so I don't know. Just just kind of curious about that. Yeah, hopefully he reaches out to me. Um, I can ask him all those questions because yeah, I mean that sounds like I feel like he has more. Right, I feel like he has a, a little bit more to tell on it. Brian, thanks for sharing with us. Too sweet. Too sweet, brother. Thank <laughs> you, man. Um, we hadn't even talked about Obi Wan or Stranger Things. Stranger how, Things. How many how many minutes we're in? We're at. Fifty nine seconds. Okay, we can make this work. Yeah, we can. We can. We can do it. let's let's talk about Obi Wan first. Okay. So, we saw like the first two episodes, mm-hmm. and then the the third one. Mm-hmm. The third one was uh, when he he was um, he gets he gets away from uh, what's her name Rita? No, Riva. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't know why I say Rita. Rita. <laughs> so he gets away from her. He they they go to a planet. Uh, he looks like he's having like some kind of um, like uh, like post traumatic stress, you know. Mm-hmm. Like he's seen like Anakin, and he's kind of freaking out. He meets up with uh, what's her name from Game of Thrones, and <laughs> oh yeah, name. yeah, she's. And, it's funny that you know 
uh, Miguel is is Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, and Star Wars franchise. Like, <laughs> pretty, pretty soon they're gonna get Peter Dinklage. I know. I know. <laughs> it's Jamie. Jamie, uh, the actor, plays Jamie. Yeah, and they're gonna get. Yeah, they're just gonna get a bunch of Game of Thrones casting, which is great, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, he had that. Like he was having like a panic attack, especially that scene where he's actually he shows up. Yeah, and he doesn't know it's him. He just feels that that there's a disturbance in the forest. Right. And he looks out, and then it's like they can see. They it's like they see each other, but they don't. They like they feel it. Yeah, and it was like it was pretty. It was a pretty mean side of Darth Vader on that one. Yeah, he was breaking everybody's necks, like just, literally just walking by and just breaking their necks, and he was like looking at the area where he was like almost he knows he's at. like almost he was doing it like to like to bid him to come outside and stop him, mm-hmm. you know, almost like to say, "Hey, come out, stop me." And that was interesting. And then, um, and then they they he he Obi Wan <laughs> runs away from him a little bit, and um, what's the name? Uh, they like the, like the one scene that always that's giving me, and I know everybody's posting about this. You know, he asks him, "What have you become?" And he says, "I am what you made me." Yeah. And so everybody on Facebook is posting that right now. So I am what you made me. So that was kind of that's kind of powerful. So, um, but he kind of like he kind of like they they kind of like hit lightsabers, but they didn't really fight that. You know, no, because Obi Wan was too scared. Yeah, he was just he was like in defense mode, just like backing up and. Backpedaling and and running and running away and and Darth Vader, like Michael Myers, kept showing showing up around the corner. You know, it was just, <laughs> yeah, he was just there. Yeah, I was thinking. I I was trying to think what 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 is he emulating? And yeah, that's just Michael like Ma- you're like you're running. You're like you see him so far away. Like okay, yeah. you turn around the corner. He's right there. Like what? <laughs> so uh, Obi Wan's like, right, come on, are you serious? So he burns Obi Wan a little bit. Yeah. I I didn't. I didn't think they were going to do that, you know, and it's kind of weird, but yeah, it didn't just didn't go as it, the way he wanted it to. It's like he wanted to make, he wants him to, to torment him just like how he felt like he was tormented. Yeah. And, and then kill him. So in the next episode, he, uh, uh, Reva takes, uh, Leia down to, uh, the inquisitors headquarters, uh, headquarters are there. They're in the middle of the ocean somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, and then, like Obi Wan, you know, Obi Wan's like wants to go. Like he's like he's almost getting his old self back. Like he's, I gotta go. I, I don't care if I go by myself. I'm gonna go. And he goes, and he kind of like to me, to me. I don't know. I'm kind of jumping a little bit, but it kind of like he's he's breaking out of his like depression or his his he's uh, his confidence back. Yeah. His, so he's his mojo. Yeah. His, <laughs> were you doing awesome? Yeah, he's getting his mojo back. M-m-mojo. Mojo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. But yeah, I really like this last one, and then uh, I think it's setting it up for. Was like there's two more episodes left. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, are you excited about that? Oh yeah, it's gonna be the. the I'm, I'm just wondering whenever Qui Gon's gonna show up. Yeah, um, I still think they should. I don't know, uh, Yoda. They should do like see what he's doing during this time. That would be kind of nice. Yeah, he's gonna be in Dagobah. Um, Yoda, wait, he's you know he's already. He's dead already. No, no, wait. No, it's it's. Remember, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to be in Dagobah. I don't know what I was thinking that. You think because we just saw Return of the Jedi? Yeah, he right. died. Yeah, we he just finished watching it before we did the show. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's so dumb. <laughs> um, but hey, you know, we're just getting ready. It was just there. We we're watching. Yeah, it's Star Wars, man. Yeah, Simone. They used a stupid no scene that I hate so much. <laughs> yeah. Where he, you know, the emperor's like, 
killing Luke, and he's like, and it's oh, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. anticlimactic scene right there. It's a build up. It's beautiful. He doesn't on their my Star Wars, yeah, and your Star Wars. He the, doesn't say the, anything. The he movie just, theater in VHS. Yeah, he just picks up Damper and throws him over the the balcony. He, to be honest with you, he doesn't really need to do that. He doesn't need to say no. Yeah, he doesn't. I feel like that just gives it away. Because like, like that, I mean, because I know you can't see his face, but him just looking back and forth, you know, back and forth. To me, that was enough. That was enough. That, that was enough acting there to say, you know, hey, I, this is my son. You're hurting yeah. him. You yeah. know, I'm going to pick you up and throw you down this yeah, big old shit. That's it. I had enough. And yeah. Then, but him adding the no, no, and then I'm like, really? It kind of, it just kind of like, kind of just, you know, I think back on whenever Padme died. Do you find out Padme died? You no. know. Yeah, I really. I, I I don't think I ever told you this, but that that movie was always my favorite, and that part is always probably the the one that stuck with me as a kid. Yeah, just him deciding, you which know, you know, yeah, hey, like, okay, this is enough. I've done this is this is my son, and you he doesn't need to say anything. There's no yeah there's no reason. How for did it. how did we jump into that? <laughs> Darth Vader. On that, on that, we're talking about uh, Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi, um, you know we had we hadn't even talked about Stranger Things. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that. So do, you do you, you have a, do you have a sound for it, sound bit for it? I, I do not. Darn it! What's oh the name? yeah, for Kenobi and Stranger Things, this is a spoiler. <laughs> Crap! <laughs> we keep saying for, that's keep okay. Forgetting to say that before that's okay. People already know this already by now. They yeah. should know that we talk about Star Wars and. Paranormal stuff. Um, Stranger Things. Uh, this was the fourth season. Yes. Uh, this is probably like I want to say this. Um, this is probably like my most favorite season. It is. It, it, I feel like it's it's gotten better. Yeah, like, I, I season think, two was good. Season one was great. Season two was great. Season three was great. Like awesome. Yeah. And then this one right here is like, oh my gosh, they can't top it, this. You, you know what's what's making it really really great that I really love about it is that not all the characters are together. Mm, mm. They're not all together, which which makes to me on to each each you know like there's like three or four characters together in one and one like sequence. There's another one, and then there's another one. So to me, it makes a you know a tighter a, a better storyline. Uh, you get a little you know bit behind the characters and stuff. So uh, I'm really really enjoying it because I and then they have like some new characters on there. Yes, uh, Eddie. What's his name? Eddie. Eddie, Eddie Munson, my favorite character. <laughs> I swear to God, if he dies, I'm gonna flip this table. <laughs> I love Eddie Munson. I, I just like as much as I love Steve Harrington. Yeah, Steve Harrington was is still great. He's still the the greatest babysitter alive. Mm-hmm. He takes care of the kids and he gets he gets shit done, man. <laughs> you were you were saying that he was supposed to die in the first movie. He right? was supposed to. He was supposed. They were supposed to kill him off in the first season because you know how he was a bully. Yeah, and you know he was. Uh, he didn't like that he was losing Nancy to Jonathan, and he just kind of owned up to it. They made him, they wrote him into growing and and accepting that that he was an asshole, and then he befriends Dustin, and Dustin like you know you would like the way they the way they portrayed his character is that you don't think he would be friends with a nerd or none. Yeah, exactly. And then he's like, him and Dustin are like the best friend. Like he tries to on this season. He's like, you're just upset and jealous because I have another older male friend. He's like, ew, gross. Like, <laughs> he just gets jealous. And then when Eddie and Steve finally meet each other, Eddie's all like, he goes, you know, I, I may hang out with him a lot, but he talks a lot about you. Like, Eddie, a lot. Ed, Eddie Munson, he's played by Joseph Quinn. 
That's his name? Yeah, Joseph Clay. He Doesn't he kind of resemble Polly Shore, like Polly Shore's son or something? What's his name? Uh, Molly. <laughs> Molly Shore. <laughs> it's a boy? It's a girl. Uh, golly? But, uh, I don't know. The other character I really enjoyed is Argyle. Yes. Uh, being played by Edward Edward Franco. So that remember that number I sent you? I said, hey, call this number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever call it? It I, was busy, I, right? It was busy the whole time I was so trying to call it. it. when you call it, it's Argyle picking up, saying, thank, thank you for calling Surfer's Pizza. He does the whole line. Does he really? The whole line. He's like, yeah. If you yes. Steven, Steven, like, text me a number last week, and I was trying to call it, but it was, like, so busy I couldn't call it. So, um, man. It's, it's Surfer's Pizza, and it's Argyle talking. So, so yeah, Argyle mm. and... Uh, Eddie Munson are like, yeah, they're, it's really good. And they, because they're the whole storyline right now is, uh, is the backstory, uh, of 11, mm-hmm. uh, and which is, you know, played by, you know, Molly, uh, Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like all about her and like what leads up to, you know, I guess whenever she starts off with the powers and with her, with, uh, Papa, um, what's his name? I forgot the actor, uh, Matthew, Matthew Modine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it starts out with that, and uh, I, I mean, I really, I, to be honest with you, I don't know if they can top it next season because I mean, they what, kept saying that this was the last season, and you could tell by like how long the episodes are. I was like, oh damn, they're going to go all out, and then that like halfway through the season, oh no, we're doing season five. I don't see how I don't see how they they can top it. I honestly feel worried because I think I go, man, this season's already great enough. This is perfect the way they have it set up. Because, yeah, they talk about Eleven's backstory and then the, each number, I guess, mm-hmm. of, chil- of the children. And then this this one was kind of hard. The very first episode, they even said it. Yeah. Like, you know, this this was filmed before the, the Valde children, the shooting. Like, you know, viewer discretion advised. Like, yeah, that was, it, that was tough kind of thing. It was hard to tell, but it's like something's happening at that facility where Eleven is, and it makes you think that it's Eleven. It's L doing it, right? And then you find out it's somebody else. Do, do you think they could actually? You think they could actually film this without showing the little kids' bodies? You think they could have filmed it? I think they want. You notice how gruesome it was. Yeah, this this whole season was. Is, yeah, it's very dark, and I feel like they're doing it like kind of like it in a way. Yeah, like it's, or not. I'm sorry, not it. Harry Potter, the kids. It's like it's dark, but it's not as gruesome. And as they get older, it's like it's like getting a lot more scary and darker. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you want to talk about the villain on this. Yeah, I do actually. So, the villain on this, the first episode, it makes you think it's like an actual demon, mm-hmm. and it it's a uh, it's a demon that kind of looks like uh, I don't know how would you how would you describe who he looks like? He looks like um, um, uh, the Crypt Keeper. A little bit. Crypt Keeper. Mm, yeah, that's good. Crypt Keeper, and it's kind of like borrowing the aspect of uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's like picking victims that have fears or they're they're going through something, depression. Mm-hmm. And like he makes he, them see a clock. Like, and, like, like an old school antique clock. Yeah, antique clock, yeah. And it does that bell. Wait, wait, wait. Who's, whose house where the antique clock was at? Or that because like that's that's there he's representing the clock of a house where this guy grew up at. Mm-hmm. But whose house was it? Who's the special guest on this on this season that that was on there? 
Robert England. Robert England. Yep. So, <laughs> that was. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, he, that was awesome. He plays the the father uh, of that character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I wanted. I don't want to spoil it, but you know we're getting into it. Um. So yeah, and then he picks his victims, and then he like he like. I wouldn't say possesses him. Like mm-hmm. he just he he takes their eyes and they like float in the air, and then they go to the ceiling and then like their bones break, and then their jaw breaks and it's very gruesome. Yeah, and and then they die unfortunately. Yeah. And he like it almost seems like he takes their soul. He takes their soul and he adds it to the upside down to make uh, to make it stronger to open up to more open up portals. Portals. That's, that's his goal. When you find out later on the episodes. Is that he's making more portals for the upside down to kind of bleed through? The guy, the guy that's playing the main villain, his name is uh, on the on the show is Peter Ballard, but his uh, actor name is Jamie Campbell. Mm-hmm. Campbell. Hopefully, I'm saying that right, or I'm not seeing his whole name on here. Jamie Campbell. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Jamie Campbell Cam Bauer. Bell. I knew it was I knew it was a longer name for some reason. Jamie Campbell Bauer. That's. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's very good. Um, but he, you, you know, if they if Marvel was ever going to do a movie about Sentry, it would be him. It'd be he'd be yeah. a great, he'd be a great guy to play it. Yeah, I could see that. He just he just needs to put on some muscle. Uh, he can do it. Yeah, you know. But anyway, he's tall enough too. He's pretty anyway, tall. Yeah, he is. But I mean, there's uh, I mean, my my, you know, our favorite characters, you know, probably uh, what's his name, uh, Steve. I, I love him. Mm-hmm. I, I love Dustin. Um, Mike, for some reason, man, he looks a little weird. <laughs> Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Wheeler on on oh, here. Yeah, yeah, he, he looks. Uh, he looks like um, the singer for uh, the Black Crows or something. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like the guy from I don't know the the what's the name um, the. Ramones or something. He looks. Yeah. He looks kind of weird. Yeah, he he definitely looks like uh, he should be in a band that is a tribute band to one of those. <laughs> I don't know the Black Crows or um, Nazareth. Um, yeah, something like that. I don't know. Like and like most of the kids on here, they just look really, really old now. Yeah, I mean, I know they're still portraying as kids, but they they look like adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they're they're almost adults, and they. They just need to hurry up and finish. Yeah, because what's the next one gonna like? And everyone keeps saying like they want to do like, like it where they do a, a season where it's like they're all adults now, mm-hmm. and everyone's saying, "Oh, uh, Mike, since you know he uh, Bill Hader played him, they can bring Bill Hader to play as Mike." And yeah. Then, but, uh, what's her name? Molly, Bobby Brown. Yeah. Um, Natalie Portman. Right to 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 play her older self, um, and I was like, "Dang, like really, yeah." Really, but at that time, they were all like, "Oh, get Chad Chad Chadwick Boswick to to play to play." Um, I forgot his name. Um, uh, Lucas Lucas right to play him, but he's he's no longer here. I mean, uh, who's going to play uh, Jim Hopper? Uh, uh, Hellboy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He plays. He just plays his older self. You know, it's funny. Like there was like people going around talking about when Jim Hopper was in, and he you know he got sent back to he was got opened the portal open open up to Russia. He's in a Russian jail, and then when he came out, he was like the the uh, Black Widow's father. <laughs> so, oh, so, yeah. So that goes now. I know why he went to Russia. Did to you be. Did you know he he like he already lost the weight? For the to be like the prisoner, and they're all like, "Oh wait, we need to we need to film the scene where 
where what happens? Mm-hmm. What happens? Where, where you know where, why you're in Russia? Well, how you got caught? So they put they put prosthetics, prosthetics on, on on his on his ne- neck to make him look bigger again. Wow! I was like, dang, I couldn't even I didn't even know it looks the same. Why did yeah. they do that? Man, technology. It's it's just a it's probably, I'm just saying it's one of my favorite. I might just go back and watch it again. Yeah, because the first season is still great. Yeah, it is it's still great. I mean, I want to you know just go back and watch this this fourth season again. I'm just saying because I really really enjoyed it. So, and um, what's his name? Um, Mike's mom's still hot. <laughs> what on a writer? No, no, no. Uh, Karen Karen Wheeler. Oh yes, my goodness, yes. I she's, forgot. About, yes. She's just a good looking woman. Yeah, and her her oh, husband Lord. husband on there is a douche. <laughs> I don't like him. Who plays him? I'm trying to look on here. Who plays him? But uh, Mr. Douchey. I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Douchey. Yeah. You know, I almost I didn't recognize Paul Paul Reiser at all. Paul Reiser. Yeah, he's uh, plays Doctor Owens. He's the one that gets eleven at first, and takes her back to uh, Utah. He, oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, I, I didn't recognize him at from all. From Alien. Yeah. Alien. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's on here. So I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it. I had a had a great time watching it. So it's it's great. How, like you said, they're all separate. Like uh, Mike, Jonathan, Will, and Argyle are in uh, California, mm-hmm. and then they went to to uh, go see Dustin's girlfriend who lives. I forgot where she lives. Uh, California? No, 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 no. She. I think. Uh, I think it's Nebraska or something like that. Or? No, I think it was. Man, I forgot. Dang it. Uh, somewhere in Nevada, I don't know. Yeah, um, and uh, Joyce Murray, who Murray all of a sudden just came up to be a a karate badass. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Joyce Murray are, are in uh, Russia to save uh, Jim Hopper and the new Russian friend that they introduced on here. Which did you know that he was on Game of Thrones? Yeah, Tom uh, Walasha. Walasha. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So they're in they're in Russia, and then you have uh, L being trained somewhere else. She's getting her her powers back. Uh, Utah, Utah, and then you have Dustin, Steve, Max, uh, uh, Max, uh, Lucas, Lucas, um, uh, Robin, the Ethan yeah, Ho- Robin, yeah, yeah, and uh, Eddie, and still in Hawkins, and they're they're. Now, now, like now, they're separated now because Steve, Robin, Eddie, and Nancy are in the upside down. Upside down, yeah. And then Dustin Lucas, his sister, it's just they're all spread out, and I'm all like, oh my god! Like, it, it makes for a better climax, you know, the very end when they're all, when, they, when all they all reunite. They yeah. all reunite. So that's what it looks like. It's gonna oh, it's gonna do for the last two episodes. I, I'm just hoping that they don't kill off Steve. I just really hope that. Uh, from what they're saying, they they don't want to, and I really hope that's not like a. A diversion, yeah. Um, because you can't, man. You can't kill Steve. No, please, no. And I really want them to keep Eddie. It looks like Eddie. I told you, like they have pictures of him playing the guitar in the yeah. upside down, and I'm like, oh my god, why is he playing he's, the guitar? He's probably gonna be like an unsung hero on this. Yes, so. because he it, it, it's perfect because he's they the show, X factor. They show him being with the first victim, Chrissy, which you have to. I don't know if you saw that. It looks like he had a crush on her. Mm. He like he was like in love with her, and like she was seeing him, and they kind of like had this thing, like she felt happy that 
they made it seem like he's scared. He's he's running away. He's he was doing it the whole season. It looks like he's right. gonna be the unsung hero. And I don't remember in the first season where he's looking for something for for Chrissy. He sees a guitar and he's like, "Next time, baby." Like he touches the guitar, and he goes, yeah, I'll, yeah. "I'll play with you later." Yeah, and it was almost it's almost like a pre- foreshadow, foreshadow, yeah. prelude. Of- so they have those pictures out and on the internet, like him playing <laughs> the guitar. And it like you can see like the red light because music affects this thing, right? Probably, yeah. It's probably so. going to be the. It's one almost that, like it's almost like he's Venom or something. Yeah. Well, Spider. <laughs> it is Spider. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, man. it's That's... it's going to be good. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to July first. July first, too sweet. Yeah, too sweet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think it. I think we probably. We got. I mean, it's that a minute twenty one seconds, so mm-hmm. we can go for another nine minutes if you want to. Sure. So make it uh, like a minute and thirty seconds. Do you do you have anything input on Stranger Things? Uh, I mean, we can talk about Max's awesome moment. How she, the whole team figured out that a mu- music it affects it because it breaks the 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 trance the trance way. part of the brain apart. Yeah, yeah. To open up, and she has like this. Great scene where, you know, she was always like, everyone lets me down. No one's there for me. I'm in a dark place. I kind of gave up on myself. She was ready to die. Right. But Lucas, or the whole, the, her whole friends, and give up, and they played Running Up the Hill by Kate Bush. Mm-hmm. And that's her favorite song, and that's what, mind you, I didn't know that she was really, really um, happy that her song is like uh, skyrocketed on Spotify now. Really, and and she's like, she's like, oh my god, like I didn't even, I didn't even know you were going to use my song. Like, she like thanked the Stranger Things uh, production or whatever that that's in charge of the music, and for picking that song, and she's like really happy. Like she sent like a whole thank you thing to the cast, and wow, and I was like, man, that's freaking awesome. Like, I wonder. Hopefully, she's getting paid for it. Oh yeah, it's like like number three on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Are the most downloaded and played songs. Damn. So that's who does that. Damn. Damn. I don't know, Ricardo. Oh yeah. No, he uh, doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> Me? I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I just wanted to say also, uh, Bigfoot Club downloads are at thirty-eight thousand six hundred and twelve. I want that that number. Yeah. To be in my checking account. <laughs> I know, right? That'd be awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, I do want to say, like, really quick, um, that I'm really happy, uh, Cassandra. I, I probably wasn't Cassandra, but I got finally got a picture of Cassandra wearing. I took, I took the picture. You took the picture. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! Uh, she's like, "Yeah, I'm wearing a shirt," but like, my I'm like, she's like, "I can't find the time to take a picture." I was like, "I'll just take a picture for you." Oh, okay. And then I, she didn't do too sweet, man. Yeah, she didn't. But you know, it's does okay. she does she know how to do too sweet? Uh, I think so. Think Hopefully, she, she's listening to this and she'll say too sweet, uh, too sweet. You yeah. know, and send me a picture. But uh, I do want to say Robert Cuddy, one of our our good fans in North Carolina. Uh, you know he he got a he got a shirt and sent me a picture of him doing too sweet, which I really loved. Thank you, Robert. Uh, and, um, I think he got a, he got church for his whole family. So thank you so much for that, man. I really, really appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> uh, James Polk with, uh, over in Mineola. He, he doesn't live in Mineola, but he lives by there. Um, he sent me a picture of him wearing a shirt. So mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. Uh, so anybody that wants to go to our merch page <laughs> and buy our shirts and then post it, or send me a picture 
on on our social media. I will post it and I will thank you for it. And I'm, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do it, I will not hesitate to give you a shout out and give you thanks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You'll you'll be famous by wearing those these shirts. You who you will be stopped. Yeah. And when you're wearing it in public. Yeah, I'll make you famous. Yeah, they're <laughs> going to be like, hey, man, these two cats that I know that are doing the podcast, they're always on the microphone. <laughs> and they're, they're, you know. The boys say it all the time. Yeah, on the microphone. microphone on the microphone. On the microphone. I don't know where I got that from. I don't know either. I just went with it. <laughs> I thought it sounded cool. So Yeah, and I also wanted to say that um, this week I was eating a lunch uh, with Caitlin and her boyfriend. I think it was, I think it was Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're eating at Luby's over off of uh, Midway, Midway at six thirty-five, and I was going in to go sit down, and Tony, uh, one of our our fans, our Bigfoot Club fans, that met me in Mineola, uh, saw me, and she walked up to me, and at first I was looking at her, and said, "I recognize this lady," <laughs> so she walked up to me, and she goes, "Robert," and I go. I got Tony, and she goes, "Yeah." I, I go, "Hey." I go. At first, I say, "Hey, are you following me?" <laughs> and I was just laughing. Yeah. And she said, "I'm having lunch over here with my mom." Because then I saw you walk in. He goes, "Hey, that's Robert." And so she came over and hugged me, uh, one of our uh, one of our fans. And so I was kind of, I was, I, don't know, I, I didn't know what to say to her. I was like, "Oh my god, I was, thank you so much." And I don't know. For a split second, I felt like a celebrity or something. That hasn't happened to me yet. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm out a lot, <laughs> and uh, they just look at me and they're like, "Okay, this is another guy." You got it. I'm telling you, you got to go to Bigfoot conferences with me. I know. I need to, and and you'll be seen, and people will see you, and they say, "Hey, man, I got a better idea. Why don't we just have the Bigfoot conference here?" We could, you know, we could, but I don't know. That's that's no, a lot of that's a lot of planning. Yeah, that's a lot of planning. A lot of people in one small apartment. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's cool, man. Too I, sweet. I, maybe I need to go to Luby's. Yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah, too I need, sweet. I need to go to Luby's, and then they're like, "Hey, you're that guy. <laughs> you're that guy. You're Steven. Steven. Hey, look at me, I'm Steven. <laughs> Steven. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, that is pretty cool, though. That, yeah, uh, you weren't expecting that, and you're no, like, no, oh, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that at oh, all. So. Snaps. Now, like. Watch you're gonna you're gonna go somewhere and then you're gonna meet Brian, and Brian's gonna be like, "Hey, Bigfoot Club, Robert." <laughs> I did also. I got I got reached out. Uh, I haven't had a chance to to go over this uh, audio, but um, I was re- I've been reached out by uh, Howard Dickinson. He's a fan of the Bigfoot Club. Howard, thank you for calling me and telling me your story. I'm gonna put it on a, another podcast. And then I had another uh, fan, uh, Hank Cress, uh, reached out to me. He's in Kentucky. Uh, Howard is from Florida, and Hank is from Kentucky, and they're both reaching out to me right now. They want to tell me their stories. Howard's already told me a story, but I, I got to edit that part, and then we'll talk about it on uh, another show. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to thank them on this show and say thank you for reaching out to me uh, and telling me their stories. So I, I just wanted to make sure that give a shout out to them for that. So guys, thank you so much. Thank you. So anyone got any more shout outs you want to do? Or? Shout out to Cassandra. Uh, she's always going to get a shout out. Cassandra. Cassandra. Um, Cassandra Lynn. Shout out to, to Brian uh, Ortega. 
I'm going to call him B. What B. up? What up, B? What up, B? So uh, for sharing his story too. Yeah, I Brian. Know, I know that. Um, I appreciate it. It's not. It's not easy. It's something that you would always probably. You always thought like I shouldn't tell his story. Right. And I'm glad that we were. We were that. I guess that voice or channel to conduit. You, conduit. Yeah, conduit to for you to reach out to us and let your. You know, if you have any more stories, man, please let us know. Yeah, anybody that's listening and they want to share stories with us, and you know, we want to get it off your chest. And if you don't want, you know, to give your name, we won't. We won't say your name on the air. We'll just read that story. Uh, I mean, it doesn't even have to be about Bigfoot. It could be paranormal. It could be strange. Uh, UFO. UFO. It could be synchronicity. It could be like uh, like time loss. Like you lose time, and like you didn't know, like where an hour or two hours went. Even even sleep paralysis. Yeah. Like just. Anything that you just found unexplained and it always bothered you, or or even if like if you if you have a Bigfoot on your property and you need someone to go out and help you and investigate, or if you have like you know some paranormal stuff happening in your home, please please reach out to us because I have I I network with lots of people, Bigfoot researchers, paranormal researchers, uh, and we will find you help. So if you want to listen to this and just say hey I need help, just please reach out to me at Bigfoot Club the number one at gmail.com and we can get you help. Or if you want to, like, again, you want to tell us your story. We'll be, we won't think you're crazy at no, all. No, at all. So Mm-mm. anyway, so I also want to give a shout out to Matt Knapp or Matt Regi- Matthew Reginald Nappers. Nappers and Logan Kraft. Uh, all those guys, um, who listen, uh, to the podcast. I really appreciate it. I was on Phil- uh, Felipe, uh, Mendoza's podcast, big, uh, big dog, random podcast. Mm-hmm. Man, we I think we went like three hours on that one. <laughs> so oh, that, wow! That was, I think, but I think he cut it down to like two hours. And was it on a, that podcast or Joe Rogan's? I know, right? <laughs> I, another shout out I want to do before I forget is Bigfoot Eight One Two. He's another uh, streamer that I met on Cosmic Wolf's. Um, What's stream. his real name? What's his real name? I never, I never asked him. I need to ask him. That. Yeah, uh, and I don't think he's ever asked me either. We, he just calls me Big Boy Jones. Yeah. Um, so he uh, he's actually local. He's in Mesquite. Wow. So I, I kind of want to see, you know, why does he go by Bigfoot? I know. I was just about to ask that. Yeah. Why does he go by Bigfoot? Um, you know, I, I'll reach out. But if he's listening to this, or if he if he's caught up because he's on, I think he's still on season one. Oh, uh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the shout he out should, to you, brother. He should go from the back. You know, it's probably better. Or just start season four. <laughs> yeah, just start season four. <laughs> just yeah. start season four. Um, no, no, there's some really, really good episodes. With you, uh, in it. Yeah. There's, <laughs> I'm going to be humble and say there's other good episodes, too. Yeah, with you, in uh, it. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, <laughs> too sweet. Your house is, uh, your house is haunted, homie. Your house is haunted, homie. Does he have other ones? Yeah, he's got this one. Playa. Oh, that's that's Ricardo. That is Ricardo, yeah. You have got nothing on me, Playa. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Bigfoot Club for life, homie. <laughs> Bigfoot is real, man. I love that one. Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoot is real, man. Bigfoot is real, man. Oh, man. Okay. Now, now we got to get him saying, saying, and, you know, some, Ricardo's not going to laugh at this. Oh, the microphone. Yeah, we do. Got to get that one on there. <laughs> We're here and we're on the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, yeah. I can, we can probably do that tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. G's up. Uh, H is down. Houston. Simone. Houston is down south. Um, this, I know, um, and I'm trying, I got to get Felipe Mendoza on and I got to get Luke back on 
and, yep. and then eventually get you know Kenny the Marvelous Marvel because he's that dude's got a lot of Bigfoot stories. Uh, he's just got a lot of stories in general. He does. He yeah, does we need stories. we need someone like that. That I think we need to do we, like three we, hours. We will probably be la- that's going to yeah, that's going to probably be like a one part, two part, three part baby. Yeah, cause he's cause, he is a funny son of a bitch. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> very funny, and that right there. Don't be driving while you're listening to that because you'll be laughing on that. Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's a domino. Yeah, Cassandra, Cassandra, don't, be driving. Don't, don't be driving when you're listening to that one. If you see Ken Marvel on that, because you're just going to talk about yeah, yeah. Ken Marvel. I, I usually talk about uh, Ken the Marvelous Marvel. And uh, I guess when you shout out to Logan Craft, they should really listen to your three minutes yeah, I uh, did. episode. Hey, since we're on it, you want to do three minutes down here? Ah, oh, man, I don't, I don't have anything to say. You can it. do anything. Oh, man. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So let's say good night. Good night and goodbye. goodbye.